Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a blessed day to be alive, to experience God's life in us. I tell you what, God has been so good. And just look around you and you can see every time you turn that news on, you see how good God has been to you. The scripture says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and that no evil shall befall us and no plague shall come near our dwelling. Thank you, Lord. A thousand have fallen at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. So we are blessed in everything we do. Remember, brothers and sisters, don't forget to pray for Ukraine. Continue to lift them up in prayer uh, as they continue to fight for their freedom. And so today I want to continue to talk to you about faith because faith is the currency of the kingdom. It was by faith that the men and women of God were successful in the Bible. Faith is something that you can't see, but you certainly can see the results of faith. We talked about the woman with the issue of blood, and she knew that if she could just touch the hem of Jesus's garment, that she would instantly be made whole. She knew that before she got there, and she went out, she touched his garment, and she was made whole. There was a blind man that when Jesus was coming through town, he heard the noise, he heard the commotion, and he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And uh, and so he screamed and yelled until he got Jesus' attention. And the disciples and other people were trying to quiet the man, but the man continued to yell because he had a persistence about him because he needed something from God. The man wanted to see. He was persistent. He didn't let things hold him up. He didn't let people stop him. Faith will not be stopped. The thing about faith is that it is it is it is something that it's to it's tenacious. Faith will not be stopped by circumstances. And so the kind of faith I'm talking about it doesn't let it doesn't let things that look impossible stop it. And that's the kind of faith that you and I both have. We just have to use it. And so talking about faith, it's our trust in God, believing that what God said will come to pass. And so that's where we are, brothers and sisters, trusting and believing in God. A long time ago, um, they made a song. And I mean, this was a long time ago when I was a little boy and my grandmother used to sing it in church is uh, he said we come this far by faith and so the truth was I mean the truth is is that we didn't get where we are without it being faith I mean faith will take you through your journey so this kind of faith I'm talking about is the kind of faith that we need to use so I want to take a look at some uh, at some brothers and sisters in the Bible that moved by faith and sometimes it took them a while to get there but they moved by faith I know you remember Gideon in Judges 6 where uh, the people of God the Israelites were under the rule of the Midianites the Midianites took everything they had during harvest time and the Israelites were left with nothing basically to starve and the people of God cried out to God. And when they did, God chose a champion. He chose Gideon. Guess what? Gideon wasn't a champion. Not yet. 
God chose him. God saw him as a champion. But in the natural, in the physical, he didn't look like it. He said that his family was poor and that he was the least amongst his family. And he was a coward. And he was a lot of things, but God chose him. And by faith, Gideon moved step by step. Now, see, Gideon's situation was, uh, he was a, um, let's just say it took some time for Gideon to get it. It took some time for him to, uh, to recognize that God was indeed a God of his word. And so God did some things for him. Uh, Gideon threw a couple of fleeces out there. Uh, I don't want to get into fleeces right now, but basically, God, if this is you, then do this for me. You know, and so anyway, God uh, obliged him and met him where he was. But the whole line, the bottom line of this is that Gideon ultimately believed God and him and 300 men through the power of God delivered the people of God. And so it was through faith that Elijah, when he was confronted with 450 prophets, he moved to destroy them. He called, uh, he called, he called fire from heaven. There was a confrontation between Elijah and the prophets of Baal. And so the prophets of Baal began to call fire from their God. They prayed to Baal. And it got so bad that Elijah began to taunt them and make fun of them and ask them, where is your God? Is he on vacation? Maybe he's asleep. He's not around. And so as he's taunting them, they're cutting themselves. They're doing all sorts of things and nothing happened. So basically, Elijah told them, get out of the way. Let me show you who God is. And so they built this altar and they put water on it, wood and water, flooded it. And Elijah told him to put more water on it. And everybody's looking like, are you serious? And this all, all of Israel is watching this whole challenge, right? And so uh, so they, they wet up the altar. They made it even more wet. They continued to do that. Then he prayed to the God in heaven. He prayed to Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And when he prayed, the Bible said that fire came down from heaven and it basically it burnt up the offering the water everything went and that was the amazing part but elijah had faith he believed god and so by faith he was able to defeat the prophets of baal but not only that they killed all 450 of them and so by faith he moved because he believed god there was a young shepherd boy named david and he was out in the field tending his father's sheep. And as he's out in the field taking care of the sheep, his father asks him to run an errand. He runs an errand, and his brothers are down with the Israel army, and they're set to battle against the Philistines. And so the Philistines sent forth a champion. His name was Goliath. I know you heard about that story. And as Goliath comes out, he's challenging the people of God. And David happens to come in right at the time that Goliath is challenging the people of God because Goliath had been doing this for 40 days. He'd been coming out every day at the same time challenging God's people and they were afraid. But when David heard this, David was beside himself. David was overcome with, with, with uh, anger and holy righteousness, indignation. 
And he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that will, um, that calls himself coming against the armies of the Lord? Who is this? And, um, and so everybody uh, said, well, this is Goliath. And they were scared, terrified. But David was not. And what was key with David, and I really like his story, is that David believed God because he saw God move earlier in his life. There was a, there was a time when a bear took a lamb out of his fold, and David went and caught the bear and took the lamb back, and David killed the bear. And then on another occasion, a lion took one of his lambs, and David went and caught the lion and took the lamb away from the lion and killed the lion. So David, when he faced, when he went out to Goliath, he had his past victories to look back on because he was able to see that God did this once before in his life. And let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, about faith. You are allowed to look back at the victories in your life, to see where God was moving in your life. That's where testimonies come from where you can look back over your life and you can see how God delivered you once. And if he delivered you once, he'll do it again. And so that's where we have to look back as we develop um, our faith over our lifetime. We look back to get confidence that God did this once before. And sometimes you have to remind yourself that God did this already. God did something similar to this. Maybe it wasn't exactly that, but you were in a situation. Your back was against the wall and God came through for you. Have you ever been in a situation where you didn't know how you were going to make it? Maybe you didn't have enough food to last you. Maybe you had situations going on in your life that you just didn't have an answer for. Maybe you couldn't pay your rent. You couldn't pay your bills. And there was no way that anybody could help you. You didn't know what to do. And you didn't see a way out. But you prayed and you asked God, and God got you through. Well, David, he did the same thing. He just remembered his victories. And when he finally went out and he faced Goliath, Goliath laughed because David was short. David wasn't a man of war, and he was a kid. And Goliath felt, like, insulted that you would send this kid to challenge me. And so David, instead of worrying about it, David began to talk words of faith. And he told Goliath this day, I am going to feed your carcass to the uh, fowls of the air. David was convinced that he could beat Goliath, not because he had the strength to do it, but he could do it because he's seen God move in his life before. And so, brothers and sisters, look back over your life and see where God has moved in your life. And so David did what he knew to do. He put a smooth stone, he took five smooth stones, and he took one and put it in his sling, and he slung it, and the Holy Spirit got a hold of that rock, and he sunk that rock deep into Goliath's head, and Goliath hit the ground. David ran towards Goliath, used Goliath's sword, and cut his head off. And David defeated Goliath. That was faith. David moved by faith and defeated Goliath, because there was no way in the natural that David could do that. He couldn't beat Goliath, but he did because he moved by faith. He believed God. And what I'm telling you is that things in your life right now seem unbeatable. 
Maybe you got a cancer diagnosis or maybe you got some kind of bad diagnosis from the doctor. And maybe it's a situation where you don't have any reference point. You, you know, maybe it's something that you've never heard that uh, anybody got cured of or that God healed. Or maybe the people in your church are telling you, you know, it's, it's impossible. But I know those voices are talking to you at night. Get your affairs in order. You're going to die. But the Bible says you shall die. You shall not die. I take that back. You shall not die. But you shall live and proclaim the works of the Lord. And so I'm telling you that you have to see what God's report said. God's report says you are healed. God's report says you are filled. His report says you are free. God's report says victory. I don't care what the doctor said. It doesn't matter what people are saying or what voices are saying. It matters what you believe. It matters if you believe the report of the Lord. If you believe that your God is able to move and do exceedingly abundantly above more than you can ask or think. Don't you give up. Don't you dare give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the lies. But know that the God we serve is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. God is God and he's never changing. He's still the same today, yesterday and forevermore. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord our provider today. He's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Jehovah Rohi, the Lord our shepherd. He's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Jehovah Shammah, the God that's in the midst right now. He's Jehovah Sikkanu. He's the Lord our righteousness today. He's Jehovah Elohim, the God that revealed redemption unto us. He's Jehovah Emkadash, the Lord our sanctifier. He's El Elyon, the most high God. He's El Shaddai. He's the God who is more than enough. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the great I am. He's God today and yesterday and forever. He's God Almighty. So I'm telling you, don't you dare give up. God is more than able to move in your situation. It doesn't matter what your circumstance is. What matters is that you believe God. It doesn't matter what the doctor says. What matters is that you believe God. It doesn't matter what the rent man is saying. It just matters that you believe God. I've been in situations, brothers and sisters, where I didn't know where my meal was coming from. I didn't know if we were going to have enough food, but God came through for us. And that was when I was a baby Christian. I didn't know. I, I, I just didn't know. And I, and, and, and I got to be honest with you. I, there was a day when I went to church, I had $3.11 in my pocket. And God told me to put $0.11 cent in church. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, $3.11, that leaves me $3 to eat. And it was Sunday, and payday was Friday. And I definitely had more month than money. And so uh, I put the $0.11 cent in church. And, um, and so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, God, <laughs> you're going to have to do this. And so anyway, my wife and I at the church, we went over to the store to our commissary. And as we get there, uh, when we go over to get, um, we're going to get some hamburger meat. And the idea was if we could just get a pack of hamburger meat and some hamburger helper, then she could make enough to at least get us through till Wednesday or maybe to the end of the week. That's what we were hoping, you know. But anyway, I go over. Keep in mind, I put 11 cents in church. God told me to. So I go over to the meat counter, and there's a big sign. And I didn't know it, but when I got there, there was a big sign over the meat counter. And it says, ground beef, 11 cents a pack. 
I mean, I could have shouted. Don't you tell me God can't provide for you. I go over there and they're, they're 11 cent, uh, they're 11 cent a pack. So, you know, I bought several packs of hamburger meat and then I bought some hamburger helper. And so not only were we able to get till the end of the month, my God, we had more than enough. We had so much more. It was crazy. And God came through for us. And I'm telling you, man, I'm learning that God will come through for you. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're going through, what you're facing. What matters is that you believe. And I was a baby. It was hard. I was a baby Christian. And God was teaching me. He was telling me, I'm your source. I'm your supplier. I got you. I'm going to supply your needs. I got you, man. I got you. I made you. I created you. Before the foundations of the world, I knew who you were. Before you were in your mother's womb and while you were in your mother's womb, I knew who you were. I'm going to supply your need because that's what I do. And that's who I am because I am God and there's none like me. And I'm telling you, God is faithful. Look, right now, I preach myself happy because I'm telling you there I can go on and on with the people of God. You remember, you remember the hall at Rahab. Well, the, the children of Israel sent some spies into Jericho and they were looking to see what was they were going to hear what was going on, what was the noise and all these other things. But they went in. And and so anyway, these men were chasing them. And Rahab the harlot happened to open the door and these men ran in and she hid them. She hid them for a few days. And not only did she hide them, but she made a deal with them. And she said, look, we know that you guys are coming to take this city. We already know the, the people here are scared to death of you. But when you come, don't hurt me or my father's house and I'll help you. And they made an agreement. And by faith, Rahab, not knowing who God was, but she heard of him. She trusted God. And guess what? When they came, the children of Israel came to um, to take over to uh, take over Jericho. They defeated the folks in Jericho. Guess what happened? Well, you know it. They honored their word and Rahab and her family was saved. And so I'm telling you all throughout the Bible by faith. Men and women believe God. Look, by faith, Peter walked on water. Now, you can say, yeah, he sunk, but he walked on water. Ain't nobody walked since. I don't know of anybody that walked on water. Do you? And yet, you know, God, again, faith works. And so what am I telling you? The same faith that they used in the Bible is the same faith that we can use today. Yes, Hebrews 11 and 1 says, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You know, he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you realize it's by faith that you came to Jesus? The Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, that you'll be saved. So guess what? It's by faith that you get saved. You can't even get saved without faith. So everything we do is by faith. We trust God. We believe God. Listen, brothers and sisters, I, I never said that any of this would be easy because it's not. Because if you don't 
develop your faith, then it is difficult because, you know, building faith is like building muscle. You go to the gym, you lift weights and you build muscle. You go through life, you go through situations and you build faith. And so it has to be built up. Jesus said, if you just had the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. And it would obey you. Imagine that. So we're going we're gonna to end it there today. But I do want to give you this invitation. If you're listening out there and you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's time to do that, man. Things are getting rough. Things are getting bad. You know, Jesus can crack the sky at any moment. We're already in the last days. So let's do this. Say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. And I believe that you died for my sin. And I believe that God raised you from the dead. And Jesus, I confess my sins to you. And I need you. Come into my heart. And be the Lord and Savior of my life. You said that they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling upon your name. Jesus, save me. And right now, I accept you. I receive you. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. And I ask you this in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you so much for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer, you're a child of God. It's time to get in a good Bible-believing church get you a good Bible, download an app, a Bible app, and let's get to know this God that we call Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, have a great and a blessed day. This is Brother Leonard.